Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Nobody Panic. Oh, baby, it's the book launch tour time. Here it is. We're at 21 Soho. Oh, my God. My name is Stevie. My name is Tessa. And uh, today we are live. Uh, we are doing uh, how to work out what you want to do with your life. Just a very chilled out episode um, that everyone's going to help us with. And um, before we do, we've got some uh, adult things. Should we do the adult things? Strap Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Right. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna pick them out of a sort of, well, I've got a jar. Tessa's sort of throwing them on herself. And, uh, and we're all going to just enjoy Checked on my student loan balance. Okay. Oh. What's that? Amazing. Real mutterings of dissent for that one. Nobody liked that. Scheduled the central heating. <laughs> and then they have written, lol. <laughs> oh, got my boiler fixed, but with a sad face emoji. So who's to say what happened? Yeah, here? what happened there? But... Well done. I spent the weekend catching up on three weeks' worth of washing and put it away. Yeah, That's a fun weekend. Oh, love this for you. I really hope this is someone who didn't understand the remit of the concept. Uh, resented friend's engagement. <laughs> yes, I put it Very in my one. veins. Yes. Oh, this is a good one. Um, started seeing a therapist after listening to your How to Go to Therapy. Yes, yes well done. Um, yesterday had a breakthrough moment. Oh, Come on! Good for you. Um, I wasn't late to this show. Congrats. And I washed my bin out today. <laughs> uh, horrible. I was the designated driver to go for a pub lunch in the country for a friend's birthday. I offered to do it. <laughs> Fuck. I went into the office one day this month and it was just me and the CEO. <laughs> <laughs> fancy one did a whole foods shop don't mm. worry about it this one feels layered this week i bought my friend a gift for her promotion at work you added the layers uh, <laughs> this week i bought a gift for my friend who got a promotion it's impossible i'm sorry it can't it can't so be much done blinking in your layers okay um instead of crying about my broken macbook oh i called my insurance company miraculously in capitals it was fucking covered <laughs> Yes. 
I didn't pop the biblical spot on my chin. Ooh, patience is key. <laughs> Thank you, Gandhi, for that. I like this one. It's just very simple. I bought a dehumidifier. You know. I used a drill for the first time in my life. Had to drill four holes to only use two. <laughs> but the mirror is up. Yes. I booked an electrician after I overflowed the bath. <laughs> no, so, you need a plumber. To- <laughs> Come on. Uh, you God, they overflowed the bath to the light switches below without, w- without waiting to electrocute myself first. <laughs> That is, okay, yep. Um, Glad you're here. Glad you're here. Nearly quit my job after crying at work twice. And will do it tomorrow. (gasps) Yes! That's a really good one. Ate an artichoke and didn't hate it. Thank you to the warm-up act for really setting the scene. Not safe for work, NSFW. I've had sex with a different person each night this week. Wow. And it says in capital letters, didn't feel bad about it. Yeah. Woo! That's really, uh, that's really hot. Yes. Okay. okay, right. Let's get into Woo. the episode. So we're going to be doing today how to work out what you want to do with your life. Um, because, well, I was going to say for a big reason, because we haven't done it before and it's quite a nice thing to do. It isn't is it? a nice one. It's a nice one to do. Um, Tessa, did you know what you wanted to do with your life um, from the start when you were born? <laughs> <laughs> when you wanted to do no, like, did you know when did you sort of figure out what you wanted to do? Well, um, it, it just well, no, I didn't know when I was born because podcasting didn't exist. Yeah, um, and I suppose um, no. I, I, my theory is that there are two types of people: um, those that have absolutely no idea and mm. they are just desperate for anybody to tell them, and they're like magic eight ball people, and they are perhaps tarot and they will walk in off the street for a lady to tell them what they're supposed to do they're just like desperate for someone else to know the answer <laughs> oh as in that was part of the tarot yeah yeah yeah, yeah like yeah, you go yeah, and yeah. say like what shall I do what, what am I yes. supposed to be what am I supposed to be doing with my career yes please 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 please, please. hysterical energy people hysterical energy of like what am I and then there's the other type of people who are people who know what they are but they are too scared to do it or it's not a real thing or it's uh, but they know I think there are more than those because I think there are are also people who are like um, like oh you know but who are like oh they from almost birth were like I'm going to be an accountant or I'm going to be an architect or I'm going to drive a bus and then um, sort of then feel because obviously now more and more people change careers Mm. so then that is also basically I'm talking about myself <laughs> I've always wanted to be an architect um, you must I haven't um no so I always wanted to be like a writer and it was like I'm gonna be a journalist I'm gonna be a journalist and then when I did it I was like I don't like it <laughs> and I was like yeah. well now what do I the circus like I don't know what to yeah, do. yeah yeah and that's quite destabilizing as well and also people that I think um are told what they want to do or socialize what they want to do from people around them at uni or school or whatever and then have never actually thought like oh shit like what do I want because mm. you don't really sit around very often just being like hey what do I want like you don't it's not a no thing. it's not well yeah it should be more it should be I, I don't know I remember being so jealous at school of people even when we were like in year nine who were like I'm gonna be a doctor so if you're gonna be a doctor it meant like these were your GCSEs this is what you need to do for A level this is what you need to do at university it was like da 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 and I was like I don't 
no, I have no idea. And it felt very destabilizing because it was constantly like, you know, you got to know this. Also, I went to a school in which they gave us a talk in year 10. It was like, if you don't get straight A's at GCSE, um, doors start to close. I got the doors start to Fuck close. you, doors start to close. Do you know what I mean? Oh, what? Like, yeah, which gives doors? A shit? Yeah, on the doors I just came through. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Doors start to close. Yes, and also, you, uh, I, was supposed to, I was just about to say, I don't know if this still happens, but I'm sure it does. You have to like pick your subjects at like year nine when you're like 13 mm. and there's so much given on that like will you do history or geography and you're like I don't know what do I care about an Oxbow Lake or the Queen Nazi Germany thank you uh, Somebody cho- someone chose geography obviously uh, actually I chose <laughs> history so <laughs> I did very badly um, the thing they shouldn't make us everybody should be allowed to do everything you shouldn't have to be made to pick and decide if you're a yes. history or a geography person or if they're like oh sorry it's the sciences or the arts you can't be both and exactly you're like, well, because also then you start being like, oh, yeah, I, I should. It starts to, what's the word, like, make you feel like you should know. And when you're 13, you feel like 25 anyway. Mm. You're like, I'm, I'm grown up. And then, but would you now let like a 13-year-old dictate what you did? No, you wouldn't. No. You don't know anything when you're 13. It blows my oh, mind. I eyeliner a lot. <laughs> it blows my mind that we were just like allowed out as 13-year-old girls. Like, lock them up. Lock them up. <laughs> Like, that yeah. is, you're yeah. so vulnerable. Your your mind's like a sponge. You don't know. You just yeah. you're saying, you're saying a barrel of lies like all it's the actually, time. It's hard enough. Also, at that point, it's like you're like growing boobs. It's like just oh, stay like your body is exploding. It's like That's go enough. in the tower and don't come out for like <laughs> yeah. years. Yeah, covered in hair. Like what, I, what's going on? Oh Mass. yeah. Who gives a shit about maths? We've got hair here. Yeah. (laughs) Also, like, the stuff you're doing, it sounds like we're coming out really hard on the education system. Yeah. Like, the stuff that you're taught at school. We uh, got got back into poetry a bit as an adult. That's not true. It's not true. (laughs) I was like, I've never shared this with me. uh, That's not true. I just have seen a poem. I. I didn't mind. Okay, that's it. You know what? I have as well. Yeah, I bought a print of a poem the other day. Did you? Like, I was going to say the other day. It was two years ago. But like, I, I really was. I haven't put it up yet, but I love it. I bought that's a frame for it. it. Didn't fit, but I've tried. <laughs> that's yeah. the thing. And like, and then so it's like, what's the point of teaching poetry to teenagers? They haven't lived. You haven't done anything. We had to do this bloody thing called. Um, the Train from Rhodesia, which was about a, uh, a divorce. It was about a woman who'd married the wrong man and then he buys this little wooden lion. But it's the wrong the lion. What's the train bit? They're on the train. Oh, what? There we go. Duh. It's taking place on the train and this is all happening as she's having these like big thoughts. And then he buys this lion, but for too cheap. And then... Um, she she does it's like and I, I'm 13 you're like I don't fucking know and then and now I'm breathless now, <laughs> now you're like of course the lion, the lion was too was cheap too and he should have paid more for it it's just like don't but anyway so you put all this pressure on you yes. when you're too young you don't know anything you're making all these massive choices about what you're supposed to do and also life feels incredibly long and so you're like I've got all this time to, to do all this stuff and then you actually like hit your you leave you know at school or you leave wherever and you hit your stride and suddenly you're like oh my fucking god now what now what or you then switch over into I've switched seamlessly and I don't know what age it was I think it was like 16 where I was like I'm now too old I'm too old to have the career I wanted it's the end <laughs> And like, I admit, 16 is, is a stretch, but it was maybe 22. I was like, I will never, 
I have so many, um, I know people, I know so many people who are like early twents who are like, oh, but can I, but can I do that? And you're like, what do you mean, can you do that? Like, yes, of course you can do that. You could try that for a bit and then you could change. I found an interesting stat. Stop Ooh, it. Please. I don't know. What? Maybe I did. I don't know. Did I? I the lights are so bright that I was looking straight at them. I can't actually read anything. I'll cover. This very It's actually not very interesting, the stat I found. All relevant. Oh, well, in Downton Abbey. Um, yeah, that is better actually. The words bullshit. The, what I've written they down. They get no. I'm I'm covering for you. And then oh you, no, basically okay, no. So, I'm not finished. I'm <laughs> saying about Downton Abbey. Um, they get electrical lights for the first time. And um, ma- oh, fans. Everybody knows the episode. No, I think they were just <laughs> confused. From uh, Maggie right. Smith uh, hates it, obviously, mm-hmm. and she comes in and she goes, Oh God. It's like being on stage at the Donmar, like this. And then every time I see a bright light, I say, it's like being on stage at the Donmar. And uh, nobody knows why. <laughs> Thank that's, you. That's it. <laughs> Let, uh, let's yeah, have... That, don't! God, applause. You will only encourage me. You yeah. mustn't do that. No, I think that's good. And I, I don't... Please. Obviously, obviously I've lo- I'm not reading out a stat after that. <laughs> Please, I get like a standing ovation. I go, um, 50% of Britons expected to make a career change within the next two years, actually. So God, career changes are much more common these days. <laughs> so it's actually okay. Also, I was sat like this. My dress was above my knicker line. So I've had my vagina out for the entire time. Right, anyway, that was fine. Ooh. Okay. And the energy's coming necklace, back down. And then... Uh, so sorry, half of Britons... No, I'd like to know. Uh, oh, it's boring. It, it's, but it used to be basically nobody did. You you had your career your whole life, yes. and that's you know often uh, people like people's parents of around our age will maybe have that too. So you are blueprinting on your parents. You uh-huh. go like you know that's why everyone freaks out. Not everyone, but that's why I say I freaked out when I turned thirty. So I was like, well, my mum was thirty. I was coming out of her. Um, nothing's coming out here. You know, you know etc. Um, if, if it was, people would be able to see. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Straight into the tights. <laughs> Yeah, basically half of people in Britain will expect to make a career change in the next two years. And that is like of, across all age groups. And I think it's something that when you are younger, I've gone boring, but fine. Not <laughs> so, boring, so important. Got to do it, haven't they? You want to talk about Down Abbey for the whole episode? Um, it's I'm pushing it forward. Um, yes. Um, but also, when you're younger, you, you, that kind of feeling of being like, I must know, I must know, continues until then it seamlessly sometimes switches over to, I'm now I'm too old. Mm. So there's not really a point where you're like, <laughs> I like, know, mm. and it's cool, and I'm just going. <laughs> Mm. I am. Um, it does. That's exactly what happens. You're like, oh my god, oh god, my god, and then shoop, nothing. Well, yes. I'm here now. So death. Where, where was the window? Death. Where? Yeah. Where was the window of time that you were like, oh, it's like so chill. I'm job hunting and I know what I want to do and it's fine. That isn't because you always look at. Well, I, I'm again me, always looking like sideways and being like, well, that person's doing this and they've got like a, they've bought a flat and like they've got this. How are they doing that? And then I, you know, you often um, the worst thing is is not trusting your own um, instincts of what you want to do. So being mm. like, oh, that's stupid or like that's not a real job or like if I did that I don't want to do that for the rest of my life but it's so so what uh, I find or I have found very helpful is in those instances looking at people um, examples of people who have uh, changed career uh, or started their like big career and become incredibly successful really like late on I always go to Brian Cranston immediately <laughs> he's not doing anything that I want to do but I'm just like isn't it nice it's like if it's like 38 or like maybe maybe older I've obviously not Could read be. anything uh, specifically about it but um, um, uh, what, can you fill? Because I'm going to find uh, that chapter in the book. Season where... four, episode two of Downton Abbey. 
Um, we open on a crystal clear lake. No, we... Uh, Lady Edith, of course, pregnant, but with the chauffeur's baby. They flee to Dublin. Oh, my God. I will tell you this. I went to pick up the books. <laughs> this is, I swear to God, only a couple of them. But I was like, oh, my God, here it is. Opened it. I don't know if you can see that. It's upside down. <laughs> it's upside down. So, just so you know, some of the... I know a lot of you have followed the Instagram journey. Some... <laughs> Some of the collected in the hail uh, car boot <laughs> versions will be upside down. These are retailing for £150 each, the upside down versions. Have you found it? No. Oh my God. It's not in the chapter. We thought it was. Really? I've gone very hot. Uh, I found it very helpful to read about or look up or think about people who have um, changed their careers late on because it makes you feel, un- and by late on, that is obviously an incredibly subjective thing. I just mean later than me specifically. But also later <laughs> than the like Forbes is like 30 but under 30. 30 under 30 can literally go fuck itself. I'm just, but what? I don't know where that came from. Um, uh, honest to God, if, if either of us had been in the 30 under 30, we'd be like, you know, and as Forbes way. said, you know, it's... <laughs> And also, also, it's meaningless. <laughs> I mean, it's just silly. It's silly, isn't it? But we, we, we were in the group. I've got a tattoo of it on my butt. But, yeah. it? but since we weren't, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it and up. fuck everyone. Um, so we're just going to read out some... Well, actually, I don't need to read the first one out. My mum, she uh, went to university at 40 and became an award-winning interior designer. Fucking oh. great. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, she's also in, but I won't embarrass her. Okay, so you've got Kate Atkinson, wrote her first novel when she was 43. That's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. Vera Wang didn't enter the fashion industry until she was 40 and is now worth 400 million. Uh, that, I didn't know that. I mean, I obviously wrote the book. So. <laughs> We've just finished doing the audiobook and the amount of times Stevie said something and then went, wow, didn't know. No, oh no, the worst one was like, oh, that is fucking funny. And she was like, you wrote that. You wrote that. You wrote that. Um, Donald Fisher opened the first Gap store with his wife Doris when he was 40. Alan Rickman quit a successful graphic design career in his mid-twenties to become an actor and didn't get his brig brig break until he was 42. Robin Chase founded Zipcar with just £52. That I find unbelievable. You you did actually write that one. No fucking way. I didn't know. I I don't know who Robin Chase is. I thought you were talking about Robin... Who wrote wrote this book? I thought you were talking about Robin Thicke and I thought we're not we're not putting Robin Thicke in this book mate I didn't write that okay right. right let's go to Colonel Sanders right we've claimed that Robin Chase wrote Zip, founded Zipcar with 52 pounds unfact checked age 42 and is now obviously rolling in it we've written because we obviously didn't check <laughs> Ariana Huffington started the Huffington Post when she was 50 Julia Child worked in advertising and then wrote a cookbook at 49, which turned her into a super famous celebrity chef. Colonel Sanders, 62 when he first franchised KFC. Arwen was a 2,700-year-old woman when she married Aragorn, a 30-year-old man. <laughs> Edward, Edward Cullen, 107 when he married Bella Swan, a 17-year-old girl. No. Bad, actually. Uh, Noah was 954 when he transitioned away from carpentry for the first time and built his first ark. Yeah. It worked. It worked. It did it work. work. Yeah. But it was, Dracula was 489 when he left Transylvania for the first time and sailed to Whitby to attempt world domination. It's lovely and it's inspiring. Mm. Um, good for Dracula, I say. Yeah, absolutely. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewellery. 
Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What if you literally just don't know what you want to do yes. at all? And there's all this stuff like, just do what you want, babe. Just actually really think about it. Sit down, you know, roll some dice, look at some tarot. But you're like, no, I, I actually don't know. Um, so one of the things that we've been talking about a lot is how you can... Obviously, before, I was like, would you want, would you want you as a kid ruling your life? No, because you'd be a mess. But, but um, if you really don't know what you want to do, it is quite a good idea sometimes to look at what you did naturally as a child. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I mean, relevant things, not like, I don't know, et soil. Although, botanist. Is it botanist? Does a botanist eat soil? Could be. Maybe. Um, but yes, looking at the things that you were like naturally drawn to, because obviously some of those things, you know, if you wanted to be like an Olympic ice skater or something, or Olymp- you want to, you've got the Olympic g- gymnast dreams. Yes. And you yes, still I do. do. <laughs> and that's fine for her. Yes, I do, Stevie. Yes. Um, but sometimes they're maybe not realistic, not for you, but for others. Um, Paris 2024. <laughs> Me and those two very young twins will be the British gymnastic team. On the fo- she's got a very big bun. Everyone following the gymnastics? Okay. Um, very big bun. There's two twins. Again, this is so specific. Uh, they've got incredibly high but Like, I just want to be part of their team. I feel like all gymnasts have very high bums. No, not like this. Not like this. It's almost like a forward-facing it's, back. It's like a unicorn. It's like, it's yeah. here. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, it was slipped yeah. on the face. Anyway, they're very talented and good for them. But you, you wait till... <laughs> yes. Um, you know, I, to which I'll say, uh, it, say if you are like, maybe I can't do that I don't know why you'd think that um you 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 can still incorporate that thing into your life so like if you know maybe you can't be an Olympic ice skater but you could like start ice skating lessons or like like and and I think one of the things of of kind of feeling like well what I want to do is I, I I physically can't do it and also you know I maybe couldn't turn it into a career if you even take a step towards it that would still have love like it would still radiate mm. out that kind of like um what's the word proactive creative outlook on your life will have positive impact elsewhere I think a hundred percent and I think like when we say like don't listen to you as a teenager because you were whack (laughs) whack and hairy (laughs) whack and hairy but do listen to you when you were like under six because like that was like the you were a a philosopher yeah but like that was the purest like most confident like 
best version of you before you had anyone else's opinions in there or anybody else's ideas. You tried to impress anyone. You were just like, you were six. And so it's like, what were you at? What were you doing? You know? I, used to and walk, like, I used to walk around and go, look, and then pull my pants down and take a picture of my own ass. <laughs> and look at me now. And look at her now. I guess, I guess the truth... The, the, the kernel of truth we can take from that is look, look at me and my oh. butthole. And if that's not and now comedy, I'm here with my vag out. what is? You know, for me, it's like endlessly yes. like writing stories in the garden and insisting everyone came to look at a play I'd put on. Again, it's uh, like, look at me. Look at me, look at me. And but is it like if you, you know, um, there are friends of mine who are teachers who just were always d- wanting to deal with their younger siblings, or are you always like wrapping up your, your animals, your pets? <laughs> An no, animal uh, sheetha? Uh, an animal vet. An animal vet. Uh, are you, you know, are you always bandaging everyone up? Should you be a doctor? Should you be a nurse? Should you be a baker? Also, as well, you know? do you, like, do you, as well, I found when you look back at, like, uh, stopgap jobs you've had that maybe you didn't love, there might be elements of it that you did. So, for example, I know, uh, can't work in customer service. In, in a way, you can, like, see things as, like, uh, crossing things off. And I think that's something that we don't look at with careers. We go, oh, what do you want to do? But actually trying things out does help you to go, I don't want to do that. Like, mm. okay, so, and you kind of constantly honing what you want to do until maybe you do reach a point where you're like, oh, this is finally, this is it. Yeah. And I think that's what, and it, that's, that process never stops, does it? Like, and I think this is a horrible thing that it, yeah, it stops at 30. <laughs> it's like, it's like a musical chairs thing and everyone sits down and I don't know how musical chairs works. <laughs> and then they get back up and then they get a job. So, yeah. Um, but maybe musical chairs is the perfect analogy. It's, I think it's like you sit down and then the music starts again and you try a different chair, you know? Yes, is absolutely. this a better chair? Yes, because actual real life is no one takes a chair away Try obviously it. the actual process of changing careers is very difficult but that's not what this is about this is about like figuring out what you want to do and then at least when you know you can take steps reasonable steps towards it rather than just that horrible feeling which is so gross which I've definitely had where I've been like I should like this and I should be happier but in all areas it's quite clear I'm not very happy and then you can kind of go like oh maybe I'm, maybe I'm just maybe, maybe I'm just shit at being maybe I'm just happy shit. or maybe I'm just like sad person like no it's if, if you like when I had a job job like a normal job um, I hated going into the office and the office was really cool and I liked everyone I worked with and I like hypothetical it's like the Love Island great on paper thing it's like the job was great on paper but I like was arriving in later and later and later and being like and my boss at one point was like you just look sad all the time and I was like oh I should leave but then you don't know what to do like it was very hard to then figure out what what I wanted to do because I, kn- I knew but I was I was too frightened mm. so then I think the practical things there are, we've done other episodes about how to change career and I think it's all about you know, putting things in place and it's very an individual thing but actually the hardest bit is, is actually just figuring out what you want in your own brain which should be the easy bit but we're so bad we're so at bad knowing at what we want always we're, we're terrible at it and also we're so good at being like oh I guess, I guess this my very first ever work my like, first internship we got paid um, nothing I, uh, I was just saying how much was it I was like oh I remember nothing um, and uh, you got paid your travel but only if you like sent in your receipt with it like underlined and you could only get the one oh it was not a good place but and I was very very sad there it was a film production company and I didn't know what the hell I was doing and uh, everyone uh, it turns out the interns were a tax write-off so they didn't give a shit what we got up to they just made money from us being there and um, everyone was so sad there I was like 
oh, this is what adult life is, I guess. you. Yeah. Everyone's just really sad. And then one day I... And I also I wanted... I was absolutely like goody two-shoes. I just wanted to be, you know, pleasure to teach. I wanted to please everyone. And um, they said, please, can you go and um, clear up the um, meeting room or whatever? There was a party last night. And up I went and I was like, of course... Up I go, tidy everything away. What a good girl. Um, make everything neat. Put everything aside. Um, oh gosh, what are all these? Um, what are all these bags? Um, little tiny little bags. What are they? Um, uh, oh well, there's, there's cigarettes, so maybe they're connected. Pop, pop all these little bags in the cigarette things. Put everything in the bin. And um, well done, me. And uh, then they, a couple of hours later, they came and found me, and they were like, uh, "Hey, hey, oh kid, um, were there any tiny little bags?" And I was like, you betcha, they're in the bin. And they were like, oh, that was the bus's cocaine. And I was like, oh, no. And I was like, okay, do you want me to... They're in the skip outside. I was like, do you want me to go and... Um, do, you want me, do you want me to try and find them? And they were like, yeah. He could just buy more. I don't like, know how to buy cocaine. He, he, he could. The CEO. Or she. I... I was obviously a man. Yes. Honestly, I was. The, the, I would my never say you should buy more cocaine. I know you can't do that. Sorry. I thought your idea was like buy more. Oh, me. I can't do that either. Not only, I mean, I didn't have enough money to eat anything, so I didn't have any money for cocaine. But also, the thought of someone say, the thought of someone saying to me now, "Could you find some cocaine?" I I'd would, be like, uh huh. I'd be just in Soho, being like, "Anybody got any gold, yes. old Charlie Joe for the lady, <laughs> please?" Oh, uh, yes. Sixty pounds for a lick. That's that's what I've heard. You know, like I, anyway. I and then and as I was stood in the skip, oh. uh, looking for it, I was like, "That I can see myself now." And that was the moment I was like, "Mm-mm, in, enough." enough yes. there there must be more there must be more you must have skills you must be worth something to somebody more than being in this skip <laughs> and I climbed out of the skip and I handed in my notice they didn't give one shit and then I was like okay something else we're not we're not doing this anymore like you gotta you don't have to be sad as a grown-up every day like that's not it's not part of it but you have this idea that you're like oh I must just do the numbers every day like you know you can be happy you can do it and you can also be like oh somebody thinks that you're talented and good in your specific one area that spark in you and I think especially this like last couple of years we've all been through everybody's spark has definitely like dwindled out but like you can definitely get that back and again I, I after the skip I was a I was a runner for a really long time and then on one of the films that not like a professional runner I just want to make it very clear just run just just Forrest gumping it across the country just got out of that skip and just set off for Cornwall. I was, I was a runner on a film set for a really long time, on, for lots of different productions, made commercials, very, very bad at my job. And uh, that you were good at your job. Uh, okay. No, I was bad. Um, and uh, I was bad at it. And um, I was there and I was, listen, I was a lot of fun, but I wasn't any good at it. And um, anyway, once uh, I was, this other boy was a runner and they were changing the lenses on the camera. And then he was like, oh my fucking God. They're using, they're using a, a VX7. And I was like, yeah, c- cool, man. And then I was like, what's, what's that? And he was like, they're using the, the lens on that special camera and that's how they shoot like James Bond. And so it's going like, to do this thing. with. The, and he, I'm making it up because I literally don't know. And he, he knew all this stuff about the camera and his body was like, he was like this. 
And I was like, okay, not this, not this. If this is how somebody feels about this job, if that is the level that someone can feel, this, oh my God, it's the VX7. I was like, I want the VX7. I want yeah, your to own feel, personal VX7. You've got to find your own personal VX7 until, and, and when you see other people feeling that level, you're like, oh, okay, somebody can feel it. So therefore, there must be a thing out there for me that makes me feel like that. Exactly. And also, a more, um, not that, that that was absolutely perfect and amazing, but also, even on like, um, it was, it was. But on like a, even at like a different level, um, when I was a waitress and hated it, there was another waiter who was like constantly asking loads of questions about like the food, and he was so interested in like um, how the restaurant was run and like learning. And I was obviously just like, I would like to pay my rent. Mm. And it's the same thing. So in literally any job, there's even a job that, that you know you, you really don't even because because that's quite a glam job, you know, like or working being on a film set. And that's the thing. But any job. That's the thing when you when you are in because it's like so hard to get in even to be a runner it's so hard to get into film production it's hard to do all those things it's so hard to run a restaurant it's hard to like it's hard to do anything you know, like be, so, be a, like a really good hairdresser with an amazing salon like it's hard to do literally anything well and when so when you get through the door you think like oh my fuck this is it this is I yeah. thought what I wanted and then when it's like oh my god I don't you feel so like oh no yes I've, I've come all the way through the door but you can go backwards or sideways or home you can go, yeah. you can go home you can go just home you like you don't have to be like oh no. And, and to like you know being in the restaurant being like oh I don't like this like it could be like oh I don't like I don't like being in the kitchen but I do love being at the front or I do love being behind the bar but I, or, or I want to run the man I want to be the manager I want to work in or this. you just go like me I don't want to work anywhere, anywhere near a restaurant and that's really good because you can then I know then I'm like great and I had the same thing with journalism I worked with this wonderful journalist called Sophie who just loved she just fucking loved finding mm. shit out whereas I'd be like I don't want to do any research I'll just sort of like I, I never did any any of the actual work and I think yeah. it's so it's so nice and yes to that point of just being like you everyone has their own VC VCR everyone has their own VCR yes. and like and and you VPN. think oh nobody must like this job but there are people who love it yeah. and I yeah I, I once wrote an article for for somebody and it was about um phone repair and she was like you got to go interview a phone repairist and I just the thought of like interviewing somebody I was I was so embarrassed the idea of like calling somebody up and asking them just out of the blue and so I just wrote I just made it up and just like I'm so, what you just, as in you didn't interview them yeah I made it up <laughs> okay and okay. I, and then, um, and then, sometimes later, she was like, "You made this up, right?" And I was like, "No way!" And then, and then, it's she, illegal. Just so you know. Oh yeah, it's not a good thing to do. And then um, she'd written, she wrote, she was like, "Right, well, who was this person?" And then I wrote. <laughs> I mean, I was joking, but I wrote to her, Bessa Boats, phone repairist to the stars. <laughs> and she was like, you cannot work here anymore. Like, you I, must, you I, have I think to. I know the person that you're talking about that you did that with, because I think you, they've also told me that. Been, <laughs> yeah, like, I, I did it because it sounds unrealistic, but you did do I did that. do it, yeah, yeah I um, did do it. Uh, but also as well, another thing is if you still, if, is if you, okay, you're like really thinking, and you're like, okay, I really still don't know. Um, one very helpful, I think it's often seen as a very negative emotion, um, but it's actually quite a positive one if you approach it well is jealousy so if, if someone is doing something and you're like like that, oh yeah then you could uh, then you can look at like it might not be directly like oh i want to do that exact thing but you might want to be um there, there might be elements of that that you're like oh cool or like i don't know it it, it show it can steer it can steer you and i think mm. often people talk about jealousy in this horrible way of just like oh it turns me into like a piece of shit but actually that yes it does for a bit and then afterwards it does for a bit and then you, and i was gonna rhyme it but Go i can't on. i'm not a poet i just saw that poem once but <laughs> yeah, I, I believe you 
No, I really wouldn't. Okay. And um, but yes, yeah. So that that is all, that is also quite a nice still like envy and, and like jealousy because there's a reason why you kind of get that gut wrenching feeling. It's because something in that is where you want to be, but you feel like you can't. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think I've mostly got jealous very recently of all the Love Island stars on Instagram because they've got okay. they've got so much Louis Vuitton. <laughs> and they See, keep... I don't get jealous of that at all. That's because I don't want that. I don't want Louis Vuitton either. But we had an okay. Yeah, and then I had to. Stevie had to coach me through unfollowing everyone. Yes, and then it's I like became press and follow. I okay. became the balloon issue today. I became absolutely psychotic about wanting this all these balloons. Yes, influencer style balloons. I kept like saying, was... but the influencers have got balloons. <laughs> Stevie was like. Like, I don't think we need them. No, and also that's the layer. The layer down from that is like maybe it's like a, their lifestyle or like what, I, I don't know because that's not you going like I want to take an Instagram picture with a balloon in it. Like that's not your dream. No, sorry, I've derailed. That's not helpful. I was no, just, it is uh, helpful, but I'm saying like no, no, it is helpful because it's like any of that stuff it's not just what you want to do with your life job wise it's what you want your life to look like as yeah, well yeah, and a lot of people yeah. when, when they graduate well when we graduated and a lot of all of the English lit people were just like just went into graduate schemes with like the big four law firms or I don't know if it's called big four law firms but whatever like Deloitte you know which I called Deloitte <laughs> until I was 27 <laughs> um, I don't think it's law I just I'm, I'm going to pop down in the ignorance hole with you no don't can I yes <laughs> To say when my uh, university boyfriend broke up with me, it's because he wanted to, he was had done the law he was off to do the law conversion course, and they'd said to him, "This is going to be really serious, so put your social lives on hold and break up with your girlfriends." So he did, and uh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he just relayed that to me. I was like, I was like, Delawitt told me to do it. Delawitt <laughs> told me to do it. But he re- he was very driven, and he really, really, really wanted to be I a think lawyer. He's an asshole, mate. I don't think he's very driven. He's like, you have to break up your girlfriend. Mean, he had... very passionate about that. Sorry. <laughs> I think, sorry. if I may, he wanted to break up with me anyway. Yes, yeah, sorry. That's possibly. Yes, I, yes, yes. I, d- yes. I think, I, I don't think he was like, my great love, well, <laughs> law, I suppose, you know. I think he was like, finally, a fucking excuse. <laughs> <laughs> get rid of this bitch anyway uh, no he's an it's an alright lad um, yeah, and good for him anyway no he, he, he was very passionate he was very driven he really wanted to do the law stuff and he uh, had this big, big exciting law conversion course he wanted to do and blah 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 anyway and I was like why are you taking this so seriously I don't think we need to break up etc etc and uh, he was like listen you don't understand. Like, if I do this course and I get on one of the massive, you know, big law firms, and then from there, like, you know, in a couple of years, like, I could be in the magic circle. Like, what, like magicians? Like the magic one? The law, the big five law, call themselves the fucking magic circle. I didn't know that, so I was being broken up with, and then was like, sorry, and you'll you'll be a a magician. Yeah, genuinely. Yeah. And how will the law play into the magician? You know... I just was like, what a thing to call it. The magic circle, the coolest thing in the world. And you call it your wanky law group. Anyway, sorry. But also, but also at, that, but that, at that point, it is the most exciting thing in the world. Yeah. Because you're like, I want to be an adult. I want but, to be an adult. I want to be an adult. But the thing is, for some people, it, we're being dismissive of it. But truly, for some be. people, it's their it it is. VR7. It truly is. For some magicians, it is. It's, that's it. They call it the magic circle because of them. It's magic. And like, yeah. you don't have to be like, oh, okay, I guess I should. It's his VCR. It's his VCR. And it's like, it's, everybody has allowed their own one. And that's why the world works. Because like, there is a man. Oh, my God, I just watched Autumn Watch. Anyway, there's these people called the, um, they were called the, the, the winger, the wing-tipped winger waders or some shit. And they go out at the crack of dawn and they hide in the bush 
bushes and they throw a net over these waders. It sort of explodes up from the sand. Nobody's hurt. It's all fine. And then they take these little waders, which are these little tiny birds, and they put a little tag on them, all very safe. And then they check their migration and where they're going. And I was like, I can't think of... I mean, I'd go for one day, but I was like, that... The, what? And then I saw them and I was like, that's their VR7. Like, they, their hearts are beating for bird conservation. You know, like, they yes. want to put those tags on those waders. And I was like, so, so you might think that job is the shittest looking job in the world, but, but somebody else truly, truly loves it. And so you just have to keep going until you're like, oh, la, la, la. oh my God, yes. this is my thing. Oh my God, they're using that camera. Oh my God, that's a wader. Oh my God, the magic circle. It but feels like the wader is yours. You'd be like, absolutely. <laughs> taken the off waders. I think no, it's time I don't I don't care but I was so glad you that care they did. for them well there's nothing nicer always say it, there's nothing nicer, nothing than, nicer. Um, than speaking to somebody who just fucking loves their job mm. because it, no matter how boring how that job it, is to it, you yeah. it's always so interesting but as well one of the one of the ways that you can help yourself to like find your V7 VO5 no one knows VO5 the thing is I made it, it up at the beginning and now we've forgotten now so. we've gotten it fine um, is uh, one of the things because I, I always think about your friend Kat who like uh, worked in She's me? She's the forensic accountant whose clothes I put there on. There we go, forensic accountant. Same, same. But now she's a detective. Uh, amazing. Um, amazing. Um, and, it, and what I find great about that is like, that's one of those jobs that you go like, haha, detective, that'll be fun. And then you don't actually ever think about it again. But actually, it takes, what I'm trying to say is, it's when you think, when you find the thing that you want to do, then the next hard stage is actually like, it's actually like taking steps towards doing mm. it. Because you're like, oh, I could never. But actually, like look like look it up research how you would lit what courses do you need to do what like and start to make it as real as possible even if you're not actually doing it and sort of be able to visualize what it would look like to maybe and, and i think as well uh, dealing with it in like a sort of like a fun daydream way like okay so say i want to be a detective fun like how would so i silly yeah, but yes, like, i'm not going to but say if i did and then suddenly you've got your spyglass you know <laughs> That's famously. So, suddenly, you've, you're hunting down the chicks. I don't know, whatever oh my they do. God. Um, oh, doing paperwork, apparently, is what uh, Cass said. Then yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, and yeah. then you do the you, you do have to, you know, you, you get there and you're like, and then she has, like, exactly what we're saying, got there and been like, oh my fucking God, I hate this part of it, but this oh, part's great. Yes. Okay, this, you know, and when you get there, you're like, okay, it turns out I hate this. And it's not like, oh my God, just just quit, just do it. You're like, no, stay in the game, sidestep. Okay, yeah. it's, it's this. But keeping it um, separate from reality is kind of helpful if you're mm. frightened to move into there. Yeah. And then that, then that will kind of like, yeah. I just blossom. think, like, if you do, because it's so precious to know, because so many, so few people know, or if they, or if they, even when they're running around being like, oh my God, I don't know, I don't know. It's somewhere so deep in them that they don't have access to it. So if you know, what an unbelievably like precious gift that is. Yeah. And so for you to be like, oh, I'm too scared or I, I can't or I, you know, I need this money for, you know, it's like you have one life. You must, you must, you like you must do multiple it. Multiple ones as well. You might have like multiple um, lives. No, V, V6s. I was like, that would be such a left you might turn have, like, from you at this lives. point in this. Goodbye. <laughs> it was said so <laughs> confidently and seriously. Yeah, no, I meant multiple VS7s, beasts and... Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sins. At different points in your life. Yeah. Who's to say that like people who are love of that time of your life are not, this is not the job that's just the love of this time of your life. You yes, know? we all change and we all, we're all very cyclical as people. And crucially, we will all live again. And we will okay. die. Okay. <laughs> yeah. well, hopefully that was very helpful for everyone listening and, and the, the, the pace at which we were speaking wasn't too quick. Um, uh, but yeah, is there anything else, you, any parting quotes from Gandalf you'd like to? Normally there is. The ring comes not to those who ask, but to those who say, is that a ring? <laughs> what a great place to end. Yes, please. Yes, please. Very good. Very good. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, go, to, we're going to Brighton. Brighton, we're going to Leeds, we're going to Manchester, we're going to Bristol. Um, go to plosive.co.uk for tickets. Um, also follow us at Nobody Panic Pod. Buy our fucking book, mate. Um, if you can. If you may. <laughs> not to worry if not. No. no, please do buy it. The audiobook's a lot of fun. Yeah, or um, buy the audiobook if you don't like to read. Yeah. Um, this limit, the limited edition, wet. Uh, upside down copies, of course. There's one hundred and fifty pounds. We should do a raffle at some point. I don't know. Then they, that's. The oh my prize. god! So I emailed Black and Decker, and I was like, "Listen, we're going on a tour. Give us a drill." <laughs> um, they said no. <laughs> they replied. Yeah, they that's replied. a surprise. That is a surprise. They said we're actually quite busy. Good luck also, with your project. <laughs> Fuck you, Black and Yeah. Good luck with your project. It might have been an automatic reply. And the project might have been DIY. I'm o- it was like, good luck with you, whatever you're doing. We can't reply to this account. Yes, but fuck you, Black & Decker. So my hope is that by the end of the tour, by Bristol, Sponsors. we've got a Bosch drill. Um, and, and a Bosch fridge. we got Bosch just everything. Fridge. <laughs> um, uh, if you're gonna... listening, Bosch, please. Yeah, and thank you so much. And thank you so much for listening. We'll be back. We'll be back. Next week. We'll be back next week. Thank you so much. 21 Soho, you've been amazing. Thank Good you night. So imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's perfect brands.